Finding love in your spouse in just one hour? Sounds crazy. So crazy it just might work. Coming up, join us for the wild ride that is The Proposal. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, little single ladies action going on. Nine single ladies left their proposal tonight. One did get a ring. Congratulations. This show, if you're looking for a circus, if you're looking for a madness, if you thought to yourself, man, The Bachelor is just too long. If we could condense it to an hour, this is exactly what you're looking for. The proposal. Thank you for joining us on our AfterBuzz TV live after show. We appreciate that. My name is Michael Klaus, and I feel like tonight's contestant, Mike Crow, because I am joined by three lovely ladies. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Mina. So excited to be here today. Very nice. Hey, what's up? I'm Lauren Ashley. Hey, everyone, and I'm Lauren Pacheco. Man, so this show... Thoughts going in, because we saw a lot happen. How much did you expect? What were you thinking? Talk about being put on the spot and falling hard (laughs) and falling fast and just going for it. Like, kudos to all of the contestants for just being, like, full throttle. I'm ready for love. This is what I'm doing, and I'm just going to do what I want to do. I loved it. Yeah, completely. <laughs> I I don't know. It was a little cringeworthy in the beginning. I was like, oh, I can't watch this. This is terrible. And I was like dying watching it. And then as it kept progressing and getting a little bit more serious and the questions started getting deeper, a little bit more thought provoking, I was like, I can live with this. I'm actually invested now. And I was so surprised that I even got to that level of investment. So you're like ready for next week. You're just gung-ho about yeah. this. No, I'm excited about next week because it's going to be a female with a bunch of men competing mm-hmm. for love. And for whatever reason, I always like it when guys, like multiple guys, compete over one girl versus multiple girls competing over one guy. So <laughs> it's it's based uh, similar you know, to The Bachelor. So it's the same show creator, Mike Fleiss, who was the creator of The Bachelor, also created this show. And yeah, it seems, you know, we're wondering going into this episode, you have uh, the guy who's hidden and the 10 girls competing. Certainly we see next week that it's a girl who's hidden and the guys who are competing. Were you surprised by anything? I mean, even the fact that that guy is hidden, were you surprised by anything during the show? Yeah, I mean, I don't... Well, I wasn't surprised as much as I was disappointed that all these women are competing over a man that they know nothing about and can't even see. Why does he just get to sit there (laughs) and be like, yeah, everyone's competing for me when you can't even see him or, like, talk to him? He's asking them all the questions. So I thought that was a little interesting. Yeah, and there was, um, like, building off of that, there was a point in the competition where they're saying that physical attraction is really important, so that's why, you know, there's, like, the swimsuit modeling Mm -hmm. section, and then there's whatever, where they're just, like, walking down in gowns, so he gets to see them and kind of, like, creep on them, but (laughs) they can't see him, and it felt kind of like, if you guys ever watched Deal or No Deal back in the day, there was always the (laughs) banker who was in the shadows, I'm like, what is this? Like, what is happening right now? Yeah, I thought this show really reminisced like a Deal or No Deal, or like a How to Be a Millionaire, where they have, like, the lights and the whole stuff. Stage set up, and I was like, yeah. is this a pageant? Is this a reality show? Is this... I don't like really know ta- what to expect. I wish they made it more talent showy. Like, mm. like they had an actual talent? Like a real... Yeah, real like, like if they're gonna say, like, if they're already gonna make it pageanty and, like, have those intros that are really cringeworthy, you might as well add a talent portion as opposed to the swimsuit portion. I mean, they did add elements of pageants, though. I've done pa- 
pageants before, mm-hmm. and they right. definitely have like the first look, and then the swimsuit competition, and then even though Miss America doesn't do that anymore, yes. um, they did have elements of a real pageant. The final question, then the final moment in their evening gowns. It was very pageant. Esque. There were some things missing, though. Well, no. I was yeah. in a pageant, or I've been in a couple of pageants as well. And so the beginning when they cut it down so quickly, which they do in pageants, I was wondering, is there a prelim? Right. Is mm. there interview questions before that he gets to watch? And that's why he cuts it down so quickly, because he only sees them for a couple seconds before he cuts them down. Well, and that kind of brings you to the point of, like, why is he asking each woman specific questions like yeah. what there there had to have been something like something that he got prior to right. meeting them or seeing them in person no absolutely you had to be able to get down to 10 and i want to let you guys know I, I see a lot of people we have a live chat up so if you're joining us maybe afterwards and you hear this on apple Podcasts, which are also on we are live here we do have the live chat we see several people tuning in here we'll be taking your comments if we ask a question to one another we're also asking it to you we really want to hear back from you guys and we also have you know a lot here on after You're listening to this show, which certainly falls into more of the reality category. But here at the network, we produce after shows basically for any show that's on television. All your favorite TV shows, dramas, reality TV shows, sci-fi, and more. There's literally no network that works harder than what we do. You see on the background, we're the ESPN of TV talk, and we are that way for a reason. But we need you guys' help because we are asking that you just please subscribe to one or more of our channels. We have several different channels. Now, besides helping us out a ton, here's what you actually get from this. It caters specific content to the things that you guys already like and it's directly to you it brings together your favorite after shows you don't have to seek them out we literally come to you and it suggests content from other channels or podcasts that might interest you so subscribing to one of our youtube channels will also help you discover new shows that we're sure that you like such as we obviously are the proposal we're very much dating and reality oriented other reality shows that are similar obviously the bachelor we have floribama shore jersey shore teen mom several others if you're interested in this you're probably also going to be interested in them and if you're worried about those pesky notifications because we all are whenever we sign up don't they are optional you don't have to worry it's easy just hit that subscribe button right now you can do it while you're listening it's big and red just hit that subscribe button for all the whole after buzz experience and if you let us know what you did in the comments we'll shout you out on air again we have the live chat we love hearing from you guys in the comments post show Thanks for being the best fans. We do all we can to be able to serve you. A lot on this show, we've talked about, you know, the the whole format of the show, whether it's beauty pageant and getting rid of the contestants one by one, and it's quick. A lot of things that we're going to be talking about is that. Uh, how random are the questions? You talked about that. Um, would someone possibly say no? All these things. So the format, you start with 10. How many do you think, you said, the, you know, weeding out people beforehand, how many do you guys think were there possibly before to get down to the 10? At least, at least 20. Yeah. I mean, at mm. least, at the very least. But probably like 100. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah, I was thinking 100 would be a normal sample size. And, you know, people audition for roles all the time. So I feel like it would be a similar auditioning process where you go in and they like do a background check. Mm-hmm. Was something I was surprised about. Uh, it seemed, you know, they were introducing a lot of the women. They were older. You know, you hear a show like The Bachelor and it's like, oh, 22, 25, and there's a lot of people in their 20s. Here you had uh, 30, 30, 28, 29, 41, 31, 30, 27. Were you guys surprised about 
the contestants? No. I think that's amazing. <laughs> we all need love, don't we? Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like that's great that they had different ages. Because we've already seen that with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and those young ages. So it's important to ha- harness in on people that are older. They but also with love. the speed of the show, you're getting proposed to in an hour. The older you get, the faster you need to go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's no time to mess around, especially I feel like women think that. It's like, uh, the older you get, you want to move along quicker. You don't want to date for years when you're 30 years old. You want to get married and have babies. So you love this hour-long, bang, bang, bang. (laughs) Would you, would any of you, and I'll answer this myself, would any of you go on a show like this? Oh, I have a boyfriend, so no, but (laughs) I mean, if I was single, maybe, yeah, sure, why not? There you go. I'm married, so that's a no for me. But, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I think it's just fun. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Are they taking this? Is this real? Like, what? I don't know. So, I mean, it might be a fun experience, but I'm married, so. <laughs> Mina? That. I mean, I'd be a producer on The Bachelorette. <laughs> like, I would totally do that. I've been on a dating show. Like, I was on a dating segment oh, really? on The Doctors. Yeah. Ah. And that was pretty, it was kind of fun, kind of awkward, so. <laughs> You learn kind of the reality show dating atmosphere? A little bit, but it wasn't like a typical dating. Okay. Like it was like dating someone based on the contents of their refrigerator. So it was a very specific type oh. of dating segment on that well, show. Well, <laughs> you know, to each their own. And did you find the, the right refrigerator did I find match? Love? You'll have to tune in. Oh my yeah. goodness, look at that tease. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that, I think there's just too much extra that I'd love to learn about someone and it's I think it you know when do you actually get married are you rushing the engagement and then it's like oh well then it's you still waiting a long time for marriage so the engagement is the dating I think that's one of the things with a lot of reality shows that it's the big question you're rushing to get engaged like engaged is the huge thing Mm-hmm. And isn't marriage the huge thing? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the this is the thing. An engagement is supposed to be kind of like a commitment to spend your life together forever. So I feel like kind of having this show, like you're upping the ante by calling it a proposal, but you're also diminishing the value of how important a proposal mm. is. So it kind of like, in my eyes, gets rid of the significance of that. Um we kind of saw that with Becca's season of The Bachelorette for our bachelor lovers who right, probably right. have a lot of crossover with that. Like, when you're proposed to and you say yes and it doesn't work out, then it slightly kind of, like, gets rid of that excitement the second time yeah. it happens. You want that moment to be super special. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I thought, uh, how do you think the girls, I mean, handled rejection? I Oh my gosh, it, Jessica, the poor girl had to sit that, there and oh watch and propose to someone. And she was so, like, just so involved. She said, you're my person. I know. Like, I was Ooh. so invested in their 40-minute relationship. And it just broke my heart to see her. That was upsetting. That Does an hour long make it easier or harder than... <laughs> Because the first three girls, you can't really be hard, but you haven't right, even seen right. that guy. I know, but she was a roller derby. One I think of the girls it was just her, too. She was, oh, yeah. yeah. Her speech at the end yes. was sad. And her, oh, my goodness. She was like, my family really wants me to get married. Her dad looked like he was crying. Oh, yeah. It was not okay for her mm. after So that. who has been in pageants? We both have. <laughs> okay, so you're saying like the immediate cut. I think yes. a lot of people were surprised seeing like, oh, you come out. They don't even get to talk. Right. And then you're getting cut. But is that how it is in pageants? Um, I mean, but there's prelims. There, there's, right, exactly. Okay. 
But I mean, when you get to the real competition, right. yeah, your your first look, and if you don't look the way that they want you to be, they cut you. And but I just feel like it's so superficial. Like these girls, he literally just looked at them and was like, "Eh, it's not my type." So she's just gonna go. Right. I just think I don't know. I don't feel like that's fair. But we did get to hear like some cool things that they do, like fire oh. baton twirling and <laughs> roller derbying. Did you ladies enjoy the jokes that they told of like the one lady who had her eggs frozen and now she's hoping to land sunny side up? <laughs> and then the one woman whose name was, what is it, Alo- Alona, and she's hoping not to end up alone. Uh, I mean, I think the announcer so might have been my, the best part of the show. <laughs> she was so funny. Everything she was saying, it was just, she was killing it. Whoever that woman is, I like her. (laughs) Everything felt like there was, like, a little jab, but it made it so much more entertaining to watch, so I loved, like, the the commentary. Definitely. (laughs) So the different sections that they have, obviously, the first one where they're talking, you know, they just give a brief summary. The announcer is literally saying everything. Then they go into certain questions you hear. uh, Mike gets to ask questions to them. Uh, They kind of get to respond. Uh... What did you think about the questions that he asked? What did you think about the the four segments that they had? Do you think that would give someone enough time to fall in love? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. No. You can give a good answer. That doesn't mean we know you. You know, Mm -hmm. you can say the right thing. Everybody knows what to say when they're asked the Mm -hmm. right kind of question. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like, no, there's no real way to get to know someone that quickly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's... Yeah, like, chemistry is important. Mm -hmm. When you're not... Like, he's asking a question, but you're not interacting with him. So when you're missing that interaction, it's kind of like... It is very one-sided in a sense. It's like, oh, am I attracted to you versus are we attracted to each other right Mm, now? And that's the problem. So how how could that be fixed? I I think it is is fixed at the very end when when he chooses to meet them finally. (laughs) But then at that point, like, how much do they know about him? Like, they know a little bit, but they don't really have a ton of questions they can ask him at that point. So he has, like, his best friend interviewing them, but, like, why doesn't her best friend get to interview him? But to that point, we did see, I saw so much chemistry between Monica and Mike. When I saw that so first much. look, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Was that your, did anyone have a favorite? Was that oh, your favorite? Oh, she was my favorite. Yes. Right off yeah. the bat. We both, Same. She's so mm-hmm. cute. Same. So she's cute. Best. We love you, Monica. <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought definitely that was the same thing. That was a question that I had. Did you feel like you had a favorite, you know, after the, you know, like one or two competitions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you? Did I, you? I liked Jessica a lot, but I thought Monica made more sense with him. Like, they looked so good together, and you could tell the attraction. The minute, like, they laid eyes mm-hmm. on each other, it was like, bam. And keep in mind, she was the first one he selected when she walked down really? the stairs. Oh, she yeah. She was the first one. So, like, she made a lasting impression. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I was I was big on Monica, and then actually Jessica won me over in the final speech. I, I thought her final speech was better. Mm-hmm. I thought it was less her and more us yeah at the same time though like let's be real you wouldn't be freaked out if someone you barely know is calling you there's like that you're their soulmate. but you're getting yeah. engaged but you, right then but some of the things she was saying were so like it felt like 
there were things that you would say to someone that you've known for years, yeah. not someone that That's you've known. True. And she hasn't even known him for the whole 40 minutes. She only got to really meet him. Like, But he's weird, too, because he's proposing. True. Very true. true. <laughs> Let, let's keep in mind, this is actually much longer. This is the edited down version. Right, right, right. Very of course, true. of course. It's like way longer, and they cut out a lot out of it. But still, it's not so a it's lot So it's like four time. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. There's <laughs> one. Now I'm getting It's much better. Yeah, I don't, uh, while you're watching this, are you rehearsing by yourself of like how would I answer that? What would I say? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, <laughs> definitely. Well, there you go. I, was anybody else weirded out by the best friend segment? Yes. How so? <laughs> Maybe I didn't like the best friend, <laughs> but no, I just thought that that could have been taken up by something better. Like that segment mm-hmm. could have. Like, even if it was his parents or the best friend, really. And he was just trying to score for himself. He totally <laughs> wanted to get a date with her yeah, best friend. Right. That's, that was the whole motive behind it. Yeah, he's like, like what are you make sure me? you I'm the friend that you pick because I yeah, want to yeah. get a date, too. Okay. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, I guess, yeah, you want to get to know the other person. Yeah. But you only have an hour. You have four segments. Right. I don't care about your best friend. Right. I think the yeah. concept, I like the concept of it. I'm not going to lie. I just think the way it was implemented was kind of shaky. And the fact that he was just like hiding out in the audience the whole time. And they're like, he's yeah. been here the whole time. <laughs> like, I don't know. Something about it was kind of like, this is, it's so cringeworthy. Like, I can't watch. But the concept in theory is good. I think once... You get used to the format of the proposal. It'll just be, like, the thing that they do, and it'll be, like, the norm. And people will be like, yeah, that makes sense. Have your best friend kind of monitor them. It's because it's the first time we've ever seen this where true. it's not the norm. Sure. That's very true. Nick in the chat says, gotta like the best friend, though. Hashtag deal breaker. So how important <laughs> is winning over a best friend or friend group in a relationship? And you married, relationship, how important is that best friend aspect? Um... Yeah, it's pretty important. <laughs> Is it? I, I would say so. Really? Yeah. I mean, there. I would not. I don't think so. I think it complicates things if you're not like friends with the best friend, mm. you know, or if they don't like you. Here's the it's thing. not gonna break you I up, think, but it's gonna. Like my perspective yeah, is that if. <laughs> There are like all your friends and your family are saying, I don't like this guy. That's a red flag. But I don't think that all of your friends have to like who you're dating. That's just not realistic because if you think about the types of people who are close to you, they're all different personalities. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's going to like the guy you're with, especially if you're spending more time with your boyfriend than you are with them. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, like I don't think it's a deal breaker. I just think it's a giant red flag when everyone is in unanimity like, we don't like this guy. Hmm. True. Yeah, and you're getting the opinion of one person in mm-hmm. this case. So, like, right. it's either unanimous either yeah. way. Yeah. Shanice uh, said that she also likes the best friend idea in the chat. So maybe, you know, maybe some of us are minorities and we're, uh, you know, that's just not our thing. <laughs> it is what it is. It doesn't make sense, though. It's like he's there, but his opinion doesn't even matter. It's not right, like he's right. relaying the information back to him. He's just speaking... You're right, because he didn't give an opinion one way or another about how they answered the question. So I see what they were trying to do. I don't know that it landed, but I mean... I think they needed to ask more questions, and so they thought of it in a creative way as getting the best friend up on stage. I because wonder, that's all he did, was I just ask more. I wonder in future right. episodes if it will always be a friend or if it could be a family member. Which mm-hmm. I think would be more fun. If it was, yeah. like, the dad, yeah. I would think that's yeah. even better. Yes. Like, why should you get to marry my yes. daughter? Absolutely. That would be way better. Then yeah. the tables are turned. Mm-hmm. And he's under 
the radar. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Is, would, you, would it be weird to, you know, like, parents were in the audience of you meeting uh, significant <laughs> other's parents the first time that you meet her? Oh, God, yeah. How weird would that be? Or would that be good? Like, you're just, you know what? I'm getting it all over with right away. Yeah. Let me just say, <laughs> when I was on the doctors and my mom was sitting in the audience, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I can't say anything. <laughs> Like, I can't say anything that's not, like, PG or that's not, like, that she's going to be, like, upset about. So I was, like, watching what I was saying, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I like I feel so awkward right now. I hope she's okay with this. But it was it was totally cool. I think Jessica even did something like that, too. Like, when she took off her little sarong, she's like, yeah. sorry, Dad, I have to do this. You know, okay, she really what wanted she him to see her. when she did it was... That made me uncomfortable. She was like, I want to be vulnerable tonight. Like, mm. <laughs> thanks for the wrong I'm okay. She so, the swimsuit competition, obviously that's a huge thing with Miss America dropping it. Miss USA still has it. You've been in beauty pageants. You know it's something that has been a staple for so long. They included it in this, obviously, after Miss America was dropped, was probably filmed before. Thoughts on having it in there? It's a pageant show, so I mean, if they're going to do it, they're going to, you know, Mm -hmm. I think I was in Miss USA, so Mm -hmm. that's what they did, Um, and they were dressed modestly, Mm -hmm. like I said, one of them had on a sarong, jean shorts, all that, so it wasn't, it didn't feel like they felt uncomfortable, I mean, maybe with having all those eyes on them, they did, but I think it was appropriately done if you're Mm going to have a beach segment. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I think the purpose, well, at least in the pageants, the purpose of having the bathing suit competition is you're supposed to be well-rounded as a woman, like in Mm -hmm. every category. And you're supposed to show off your physique to show that you're healthy and Mm -hmm. active. And like, it's a nice, I think it's a nice segment of the competition, but I don't know for this show if it was the same reasons, you know, it was just like, who's hot in a bikini. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, I mean, I guess they it, you could tell they got to choose what they want to wear. Because she was wearing shorts. The other one was wearing, like, a lot of them were wearing one pieces. It wasn't too no. I loved, Yeah, I loved the white bathing suit. I thought it was so cute. And, yeah. like, there's something about it that was so, like, classic and, like, I know. 60s-ish. No, I think it definitely, yeah, they did it, and I think in a correct way. Like, again, the jean shorts. And I'll be interested to see, kind of moving forward what other people would wear, what other people could try. Certainly, yeah, you said a lot of one pieces. I wonder, you know, and this is one of the things I was reading before the show, with The Bachelor, you obviously have contestants who are, you obviously have a lot of model contestants. This show, not as much of that. Still, obviously, very attractive people. Does having a bathing suit segment, though, still kind of shun some people away from competing? It might, honestly, Probably. just because, like, who wants to go on stage and expose themselves to everyone? And, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's not for everyone to, like, mm-hmm. want to walk around in a bathing suit. And obviously <laughs> this episode featured, you know, ten female contestants, but it's the same for guys. If you have mm-hmm. a guy who's a bigger guy and is like, well, man, I don't want to just let it all hang out. Right, right. <laughs> That's when you do what they did in The Bachelor or The Bachelorette and you wear the shark suit. <laughs> <laughs> And you just make it a joke. (laughs) Do you think we're going to see a shark suit before the season? I hope so. I think we're going to see some sort of animal, like something weird. There was a chicken this season. There's a lot of animals. It's almost felt like night one of The Bachelorette. Right, right. Yeah. Intros, but yeah. It it was interesting how they they did everything. I wonder how 
uh, like how differently it's produced from The Bachelor because The Bachelor is obviously a two month period where you're with the same cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like you're switching through people so quickly. Do you guys think, you know, they didn't give us a lot of heads up. Do you guys think that this format and the questions and everything else will change week to week? It I might. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think I think they might. What else would like, you want to see? What other, you know, questions after. would you want asked? I think it depends on the contestant because with him, the fact that he was a paraplegic was hmm. central to his storyline. So he really needed to find someone who was okay with that. So um, the part where he asks Morgan if she's okay oh, with that. She was very uncomfortable. Oh, my goodness. He paused yeah. for, like, ten seconds. Yeah. And I was like, yep, she's cut. She, <laughs> she, she's gone. It was crazy because Morgan was asked the amputee question, which was the long pause. And then immediately afterwards was Jessica who, uh, are you able to live with it being a police officer? And there was a longer pause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really made Morgan's pause be like, oh, well, that was nothing. <laughs> it's different, though. It's different. One, it, because, like, one is, like, crucial to, like, like it's his situation mm-hmm. forever. The other is his career, which you, might, like, change. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So I feel like if you're not okay with his situation, then it's already, like, you're, you're gone. Versus, um... Jessica, who just was trying to figure out how to answer the question, and then she had the whole question. She had the response about God and how he'd be in God's hands. I mm-hmm. thought it was a really beautiful response. Do you think the contestants train before they... I mean, for pageants, you're, I'm sure you go through oh, the yes. training of, like, you're getting asked questions. Oh, All right. If you're going on the show, are you doing the training of just having someone ask you a random question and, like, throw something out? Who could have been prepared for the amputee question? Right. Right. I think she was just processing. Definitely. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, and she was just like, what? Well, and they, she, they, an those two got such heavy questions. <laughs> Kendall, right. it was like, how physically adventurous are you going to be in the bedroom? Like, yes. whoa, yeah. whoa how, how, nice to meet you. Like, I, she got it <laughs> easy, kind of. Um, she answered her, it though. very yeah, appropriately. Yeah. Though. She really um, did. She, yeah. like, killed it. Like, she I did. would not have known how to answer it that... You know, like she did it in a way where it was like, you know, she she wasn't closed off and she was professional, but at the same time she kind of left it open to like, oh, but we'll see. And, and like, it was fun, playful. like it was cute. Yeah. But she still got kicked off. <laughs> she got more Eventually. kids. I think maybe another point that they tried to make tonight is that literally nothing is off limits. Mm-hmm. I mean, you heard Jesse Palmer, who's the host say that at the beginning. Literally, questions could be about sex, questions could be about kids, about anything. And it really showed we could ask about anything. There is nothing off limit, which gets people to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much do you think the questions are pre-formatted for the people? Obviously, the kid question was like, oh, that's obviously very important. You would think that they would have to know beforehand mm-hmm. and be able to guide them in that direction. Well, I think that what they probably do, too, is ask them, like, what types of people they would want to date, and then they all mm. kind of group them together, so then they ask these questions that can apply to all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it's specific to each, though, because we saw the first look, and then those three got eliminated, so I don't think they would reveal who the people were prior. Interesting. Um but yeah, I just feel like I feel like the women too. They probably answered questions like these are the kind of people we would like to date or yeah. see and that kind of thing. And then that's how they kind of group them with Mike specifically. It's like mm-hmm. a dating algorithm. Yeah, exactly. No, it really is. Like any dating app has that. So yeah, certainly what uh, Shanice said in the chat is that Kendall not wanting to have kids got her sent home, and it, 
it may sound bad, but it, I guess that's important. Mm-hmm. That's a huge Super deal breaker. Important. Yeah. Like that's what was going on with John Cena and Nikki Bella. So. Yeah, very true. <laughs> very true. But they're back together. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are back together because he changed the heart. I he love loves that John woman. Cena. I know. So the He's question great. is, do you, do you think Kendall's having to change her heart right now? Is she like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, oh, no, no. Like, her, her whole face, like, exactly the whole what you're time, saying. Yes. Like, yeah. She looks miserable. She did. And it's like, part of me was like, did she just make this up? Because she's like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I don't know. No. But she obviously didn't make it up. But, um, yeah, I don't know. She just didn't look happy to be there. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't. You know, the women were the ones getting kicked off tonight, and it will be the men's get men getting kicked off uh, or eliminated. I don't know what the best way to say Eliminated, not chosen. Like, I don't know the best way to say you got kicked off of a reality show. Uh, whatever. Uh, but I wonder, could a contestant say no? Yeah. At oh, some sure. point? And do you 100%. think that's something that we could see in the future? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think maybe when a proposal comes, we could see them say no. Oh, no. <laughs> you know? Really? Uh, for sure. Yeah, why not? I mean, maybe, uh, you know, maybe they make it to the end, and then they see them, and they realize that's not their type. Yeah. And then they get picked. They have to say no. How much do you think the contestants know about the person going in? I don't think they do know anything about I definitely anything? don't think they know what they mm-hmm. look like. I think it's a blind date, like, literally. Age Age range? Adrian probably they probably already have they like, probably their get, yeah. criteria like I'll date anyone between like twenty seven and yeah. thirty five. I would hope like eight. I would hope they know something because otherwise, like we we're talking about, it does seem very one sided. Mm-hmm. And so I would I would hope from a contestant standpoint <laughs> that you know you're competing for this one person, but that you know something. I think because on the Bachelor they know going in who they're going for. Not always. Oh, yeah. really? Not yeah, always. There are times like last season, for example, everyone thought it was going to be Peter. So the majority mm-hmm. of the girls who wanted to go on The Bachelor wanted to go on it because they wanted to date Peter. And then he's like, no, I'm not going to oh. be The Bachelor. They had to find a fill-in last minute. Happened to be Ari Leyendyke. Everyone's like, who's that? Um, <laughs> and yeah, now he found love. So Well, <laughs> he found, he found someone whether, whether <laughs> love actually happened. And that did, you know, that's always the thing with The Bachelor. I think the, what the percentage is like 5%, 7% actually you know actually go to marriage and have kids and are successful in their relationships what is the success level of the show honestly what's the success level i don't know why i have a feeling that this is gonna have a weird success rate like like a weird good success rate good success rate because if you think about it you know there have been studies that show that arranged marriages end up with happier couples than marriages where people marry for love which sounds so mind-blowing but the the concept is that when you're in an arranged marriage you don't it's not really your choice you just kind of have to grow to love the person and you're learning about them as you go along versus someone that you fall in love with you think it would work out more frequently but you already know that person you have more hurdles and it's a little different than a situation where you're like I just have to make the best of what I have this is these are the cards that have been it's dealt true. to me. So I wouldn't be surprised if there is a high success rate with these stories. That they kind should of get married. Lauren's like, point. Right after. My they point? Get, yeah, like the point that you were saying about how people that meet later in life, they just they oh, yeah. stick it out and they do it. Like mm-hmm. that, I feel like, and that's true in real life. People do. They meet later in life and they stick it out. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that they will be very successful. Yeah. Monica and Mike, can we come to your wedding? Oh, <laughs> I know, that's what I, I want them to like, show more of after. Yeah. Like they showed one picture of them on the beach or something. Yes. But I want a whole like 30 second clip of... 
We're doing well. We live together now, and her dog Toto or yes, what's his name? We're Toby now. Do you think that they immediately live together? Do you, what? What is no, it like after no. the engagement? Well, I'm just saying maybe. Well, it's first date in Bakersfield. <laughs> uh, hello. They seem like what's your last spirits, name? Though they're so similar. There was something about them that was so similar. Even the way they look, like their smile and yeah. how they're both tan, mm-hmm. like they look similar, and their spirits are so similar that I was like, oh my god, like they're so cute. I'm so happy. And the emotion behind Monica, like it, it just felt like they were destined to be together. Like what yeah. the way she was looking at him, it just felt like. That was her person. It was so. It's so crazy that you're saying that. Because if anyone else said that in this context, I'd be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> but it's so true. Like I felt it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think it's safe to say you ladies are hopeless romantics. <laughs> You've Maybe officially bought into we the did. proposal. I said I loved it at the beginning. Wow! Yes. Wow! Well, too. we didn't know a whole lot going in. But, you know, there are certain articles that were written knowing the format of the show. Lauren, you were looking at some news. What are critics saying? What are other outlets saying about this show? So, the Buffalo News believes the proposal is setting the progression of women back to the 1950s. And wow. I, I, I know, and that's... <laughs> it feels aggressive, but also, what about the men that are going to be on the show? Like, there's a flip side of that. Um, Refinery29 says the only reason they believe the proposal would be a good idea would be because the creator, Mike Fleiss, was throwing darts at a board and just <laughs> picked whatever stuck on there, and that's how we got the proposal. Um, I don't know how true that is. Um, and then lastly, E! Online says that the proposal is The Bachelor on steroids that most definitely could end in an engagement, which we saw on this mm-hmm. episode. So, yeah. I'll be very interested to see you know what the articles are written, obviously, after this first go-around, see if they have something similar. We'll see. What are you ladies hoping for for next week? What do you hope to see? I know they tease that there could be two proposals. Wow. <laughs> what do you think there's going to be? Mm. I'm just excited that it's going to be one girl now who gets to pick. And it's going to change the game, I think. Yeah, I think it'll be cool to see the guys on the flip side of that thing and see how it kind of plays out and how um, whatever little quirks and stuff that they come up with for the guys, it'll be cool to see. Yeah, I definitely feel like it'll be more fun because I feel like you get to laugh more when it's guys kind of like making fun of themselves Mm -hmm. versus with girls. You're like, oh my god, I hope she's okay. Right. You know, I hope this isn't too embarrassing. And even when the girls were walking down the stairs, I was like, that looked so awkward and so uncomfortable and the stilettos were like this high. The stilettos, the the one girl was wearing roller skates (laughs) walking down the stairs. I mean, that looked more comfortable than the stilettos. She did. She had it down to a science. The way she she was walking down. She knew what she was doing. Like, do they get to practice walking down the stairs? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I don't think they Kelly Gray. Kelly Gray, congratulations. Uh, you made it down the stairs, but you didn't actually make it to the first seven cut. Right. But, but, again, nonetheless. you were the most successful person there tonight in those roller skates. Yes. Actually, the most successful person there tonight was Monica, because I do have an update for you guys. Uh, Shanice in the chat said they posted a video of them talking, and they're happy. So I guess oh. there is a video. Yay! Yay! Of course they are. I knew they would be. <laughs> thank you, Shanice, it's, for updating us. It's Destiny. Yes, thank, thank you very you. much, Shanice, for updating. I see next week, I think there's going to be a very independent woman. 
I think there's going to be a very successful independent woman. And the questions are going to be, how do you feel about that as a guy? Would you be comfortable mm. not being the breadwinner? Would you feel comfortable with someone who is more successful than you? That's just something that I'm thinking there's going to be. So we'll see. Who else is joining us in the live chat tonight? We want to shout out some people in the live chat. Oh, we my goodness. We're live here. We're <laughs> live on YouTube. We also have this on Apple Podcasts, but we'd love for you to join us. Be part of our panel. You're not just watchers. You're literally part of our panel. We take your questions. We take your comments. Who else is joining us tonight? Susie B said, okay, you got me. I just subscribed. Yes. Um, we have Shanice commenting a lot in the live chat. We have Nick. Um, and also, oh, yeah, our first comment was... Why are you doing an after show on this? Why? No, I get <laughs> because why you we say give that, the people what they want. Yes, yes. There's a demand, and we are fulfilling that demand. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. So next week, next Monday, we'll be back here with episode two. Until then, ladies, where can we find you on the interwebs? You can find me at Lauren T. Pacheco on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Lauren Ashley Beck on Instagram. Hey everyone, you can find me at Mina Makes Magic on Instagram, and you can also tune in every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. for Genius Picasso. We are going into the season finale. It's about the life of Pablo Picasso. It is intense. I've so. heard wonderful things. And you can find me after the show on Instagram and on Twitter at the only MC. Certainly follow AfterBuzz TV on Instagram and on Twitter. Pretty easy, AfterBuzz TV. Look it up. We have lots of shows here on AfterBuzz. Want you to join them. Want you to subscribe. Make sure you tell a friend about this show. We want to hear you next week. We want to see you talk all about everything that will go down on the craziness that is the Rosal. And remember, as they say at the end of this show, take a chance on love. You never know what you're going to get. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 